0: gonna be gonna be there, will be there too.
1: I'm Elena. I'm Grant and this is Sex Archie. Archie.
0: Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. I thought charmed was cancelled.
1: Well, you know, we're gonna re- Boot it for the third time.
0: That's right. We're a Riverdale recap podcast here to talk about chapter 114, The Witches of Riverdale. Ooh. By Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa and Chrissy Maroon, directed by Alex Sanjiv Pillai.
1: And oh boy, is there so much in this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we, we open with Jughead giving us the narration from beyond the grave. Yeah. But yeah. he's dead.
0: He's talking about this funeral that's being held for everyone immediately after the wedding, including himself. He knows he's dead.
1: Yes. And we are we are at the cemetery. You know, we got Cheryl. We got Betty. We got Tabitha. We got Veronica. And everyone's crying. Mm-hmm. And then Percival shows up wanting to pay his respects. And they're like, what the fuck? Get out of here, you bastard. <laughs>
0: A Jughead's narration also tells us uh, of one of the unseen dead. They killed a baby! They killed,
1: Well, he, he's not a baby. He's like eight now.
0: Dagwood is dead and also a baby to me.
1: He can read. <laughs> I don't know! But he is dead. It's sad and it's bad. I haven't seen but. him
0: read. I haven't seen Archie read either. So, so
1: there you go. And uh, so Cheryl rips into him that, you know... Killed her Nana and her TT and fuck him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they... they...
0: Other people with alliterative sound names?
1: (laughs) And so... I'm
0: going to blame you for JJ. He
1: he leaves because he's not having any of that.
0: Mm -hmm, Uh, But mm -hmm. what
1: Jughead's narration tells us is that uh, though they are dead... They are not quite worm food yet. And that it's all a ruse yes. to, to throw off Percival. And, and they are dead. They are dead.
0: They are dead. But, but they are
1: not in the ground. Instead, they're hanging out with Dr. Curdle Jr.
0: In the walk-in freezer. he
1: keeps <laughs> Just eating his sandwich.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Talking to his friends that could have been if they ever let him in their friend circle. <laughs> this is like the best day of Dr. Curdle's life. He has friends.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's
1: pretending, at least.
0: At least, yeah. So so our four survivors meet up and talk about the situation as they see it with all this info. See, uh, they, they are reaching out to this Sabrina, what's her name, uh, uh, who is a death expert. Yes. And they have a three-day limit before it's too late, and that is 12 hours away. They've spent two and a half days planning this but not actually doing anything because sabrina's late i guess
1: yeah and and while they're having this uh alice is giving a news report about how uh there was a gang war that broke out between the serpents and the ghoulies and it's unsure how many people died
0: yeah this this is the cover story for all the people dropping dead from the curse of the firstborn at the wedding she
1: must be so crushed to learn that dagwood is a gang member
0: no, Dagwood was struck down in the prime of life by this horrid oh. gang violence that she's been decrying all these well, years.
1: Well, then why the fuck was he at the White Worm?
0: <laughs> he was
1: But no, the White Worm <laughs> is where she said it happened. Yeah,
0: it's a bad story. It's a bad cover story.
1: I know, that's why I'm sa- I'm calling out the problems with it. <laughs> calling it out.
0: So So apparently though, this curse was far more localized than we were shown yes or or it was localized to just what we were shown and a couple extras more like y- yeah, yeah. what seemed to be the entire town is really just everybody at the wedding and a couple select other people as well.
1: yes <laughs> they they don't believe that Percival knows that baby Anthony survived mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Kevin is here with all of them. And Kevin's
0: he, been in all these scenes. We've been ignoring Kevin yes. just out of tradition. At, at yeah. This yeah.
1: Point. And he's very much questioning, like, why did baby Anthony survive? And <laughs> Betty's like, Kevin, why did you survive? You're firstborn too.
0: Ah. Um, we're just
1: not going to address that at all. Um, <laughs> I
0: mean, this is a lot more addressing than I expected.
1: This is true. But Kevin's like, mm, I got to get out of here. Like, Percival is going to come after me. I'm putting you all at risk. I'm going to pack my stuff. I'm going to New York. Moose is already there.
0: Finally, a season after he said he would.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And under much worse circumstances.
1: Uh, And Kevin seems to think that this is also like a little bit of a punishment to him too. Like Percival's targeting him and people he cares about Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because like he left. So that's part of his reason too for like, I need to leave before more happens.
0: Yep. Yeah, speaking of Percival, he's uh, uh, collecting yet another... Magical item? Yeah, some artifacts. The Daggers of Megiddo. Megiddo, of course, is the uh, uh, more common name of the ancient city known in Greek as Armageddon.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so yeah, uh, the Battle of Armageddon is like a geographic reference to this particular city. And the ba-da-ba-da-ba-da. Ba-da, ba-da. Yeah. Yes.
1: And uh, Reggie was the one who retrieved
0: those. And from Perci- Rome. He's yeah. been in Europe for a while. It's
1: Percival's like, hey, how'd you enjoy your trip? And he's like, oh, you know, it was really nice until I came home and found out that half of my friends from high school are dead.
0: <laughs> I still liked those people. I... I it was tenuous to be sure.
1: It's like I might be a jerk, but like I don't want them dead.
0: You couldn't have killed Veronica at least.
1: <laughs> like that one would have been okay. <laughs> and uh Percival's just like, "Oh, like, you know, it's it's fine." Like cuz Veronica's so grief-stricken. I went to the board and I talked to them and you're now CEO.
0: Mhm mhm. He did a little echo voice and now Reggie uh, his wildest dreams have come true. He is CEO of Babylonium, uh, which is a pretty good reward for you know just delivering some knives.
1: Yes. Uh, meanwhile, Mrs. Andrews is calling Betty a lot because she can't reach Archie, and she has a bad feeling that he might be dead
0: for two and a half days.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which honestly, is, like she should have this as a bad feeling all the time.
0: He did fight a bear and yes. win. Hmm.
1: And so they all have to have the discussion a little bit of like like what what do we do if this doesn't work?
0: Um also where are their souls?
1: Yeah, Veronica. What
0: is the nature of death?
1: Veronica decides to get a little uh existential here and she's like where where do you think they are? Their souls.
0: No, like nobody says this out loud, but I'm sure thinking it. How many of our friends are burning in hell? <laughs> This this episode is really focused on all of the named characters that died in the previous episode. Yes. No attention at all given to anyone else who we saw collapse and die in the oh, previous no, episode. Oh don't, no, we don't care about them at all. So those are the ones in hell. Just like playing the odds, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so Heather explains that Sabrina calls it the sweet hereafter.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another rivervale echo, but we don't actually get the the uh, screen effect to yeah. underline that.
1: Does she ever refer to anything like that in the Chilling Adventures? I mean, they
0: have hell and the beyond. They have the yeah. void. They have limbo in the first. Oh, when yeah,
1: they have a lot of things. There's I just a don't lot going on
0: in that cosmology. That one.
1: I don't know. We we go visit everyone in the suite hereafter. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. go see uh, Archie, who's Heaven is sitting at the dinner table with Betty and their two children, Little Polly and Little Fred.
0: Little Polly is dressed as a minion? <laughs> and their big family dog, Vegas 2, the sequel to Vegas.
1: Yes, yes. And so they, they're they just talking about their day and how the kid's day at school with went. And, like, Betty refuses to say that, like, Little Fred got... C's and D's instead she says that he Got cats and dogs (laughs) Uh uh Like
0: what (laughs) He's in such Remedial classes they still Give him stickers and he's 11
1: uh, It's not a swear word Like what (laughs) And so Archie gives him a little pep talk that like Your old man wasn't too book smart Either son
0: now, come on. It's time for boxing practice.
1: Okay, Archie.
0: I'm going to give my kid CTE, so at least he has an excuse.
1: Uh, Jughead's Heaven is sitting at a booth at Pops.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like Rivervale. It's
1: just like Rivervale with all the comics in Pops. He's getting his coffee poured. He's in his like traditional comic dream world Jughead outfit. Mm-hmm.
0: Also dating from the first season.
1: Yes, and he's drawing comics. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I, I love that there are finished, like, pencils ready for inks, and then what he is actually drawing, and it looks nothing like it. <laughs> because Cole Sprouse is an artist, but his art is photography. <laughs> it is it is not comic book draftsmanship.
1: He ain't drawing that shit. They had a close-up <laughs> of his hand. They had someone else doing it.
0: You you know who did uh, the, the naked drawing in Titanic when you see, like, the close-up on the hands actually doing it? That was James Cameron.
1: Talented guy. That's... Gotta be a little strange to be like, I'm gonna draw these boobs, though.
0: <laughs> People draw boobs every day. It's fine.
1: Kate Winslet, just lay there. I'm drawing your boobs. Like, what? <laughs>
0: The weirder thing is like, I'm probably a physical match for the hands of this man one-third my age. Yeah, no. No.
1: No, you are not. It only works because you rub it off like, yeah, he has working man hands! That's why they look 40 years older than they are. So, um, for for Tony and Fangs, Dreamworld is signing a peace treaty with the ghoulies. Yeah. Yeah. With a grown-up baby Anthony making googly eyes at a Timmy
0: twist. Yeah, what what would you say Anthony is, like seventeen?
1: No, because that dude's ripped. So like (laughs) TV 17, exactly, exactly. but like real life (laughs) twenty-seven.
0: His hair, he has the hair of the like, friend from High School Yes,
1: musical. <laughs> I was going to say, he's like a hotter version of that guy.
0: <laughs> they go to the same barber.
1: But he's like ripped.
0: Mm-hmm, and it's
1: mm-hmm. like, he's that, he's that guy's brother who's like the cool one.
0: He's the Elizabeth Olsen to uh, High School Musical's Mary-Kate and Ashley.
1: Don't diss on Mary-Kate and Ashley. That is actually a very bad reference. <laughs> because, like, they're still cool.
0: Okay, all right.
1: In their own weird, with, like, ways. They're
0: still super cool and relevant and and making gigantic movies to this day.
1: That's, like, different, though, because they're still, like, fucking rich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's like, true.
1: I don't think you can compare them to the random dude from High School Musical <laughs> who did a couple other Disney Channel things and then never anything else.
0: How, how, okay, how would you compare these two guys to the three Hemsworths? Better. Okay.
1: <laughs> but still, not as great. I mean, I guess he's the third one, because you never remember the third one.
0: Mm-hmm, mm, Westworld Hemsworth? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Him. You're like, oh yeah, you are one. I <laughs> Okay.
0: What's Hunger Games Hemsworth up to these days, honestly? You know
1: what? Living off the Hunger Games. He's the Mary-Kate and Ashley. He's like, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) They look like they're on the the path. The path. To becoming, like, the creepy old ladies that all the kids talk about and, like, (laughs) won't walk past their house because they're going to, like, oh, they're going to bake us into gingerbread. (laughs)
0: Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen as Boo (laughs) Radley. Why not?
1: I can't blame them. It makes it so people don't want to, like, follow them around as much.
0: So, see, uh, not-so-baby-Anthony is is making flirty eyes at Twilight Twist's uh, uh, son. Timmy Twist. Timmy Twist across the table as, as... And
1: let me tell you, Timmy Twist is a good-looking fella, too. So I'm like, yeah, you boys should get it on.
0: As their moms sign this, like, official declaration notarized by the U.N. Secretary General <laughs> from the look of it.
1: Yeah, you know. We got to make it official.
0: <laughs> so back in the land of the living, Kevin fails to leave town because he's already in hell. He's also.
1: <laughs> he, he As he's rushing out the door, he gets stopped by Frank and his dad, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. take him to Percival. Meanwhile, Reggie is loving that he's CEO. He calls his dad up. He's like, hey, I'm sending a car for you. You're going to come live it up in the casino today. And going to the- have a great
0: time. And what's that painting above him on the wall? It's a Reggie painting. A big old Reggie oil painting hanging in the office.
1: Yeah, that was commissioned fast.
0: Veronica will keep it hanging as a reminder of what not to do. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sabrina finally arrives at Again. Cheryl's. <laughs> she flew on her broom. What I think's funny is she makes a reference about like, oh, sorry, I'm late. There was turbulence in the realms. And I was like, you totally missed the opportunity to make like a turbulence on my broom. Yeah. Air turbulence. <laughs> she flew. It'd be funny. So last
0: time Kieran and Shipka appeared as Sabrina, the formerly teenage witch. Yes. Uh, it was in Rivervale and it was very ambiguous how serious we were supposed to take this as a crossover. Yeah. Especially because she was around for like three minutes. Yeah. This one, it is very clearly an epilogue to chilling, sub- yes. chilling Adventures.
1: Yes, it is. We were very like, okay, how'd you... Like, you were dead.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were
1: dead. Like, how... What? You're not gonna... They're not gonna explain this shit to us. They're and not they gonna do. tell us. But they do, like, Bit by bit,
0: step by step. It's like there's a whole missing episode or two that this is the payoff for. Yes. It's very strange because, I mean... Like it or not, Chilling Adventures had a full planned ending, tie a bow on it, it's done, and that's the show that gets a spin off epilogue. Mm-hmm. Whereas Katie Keene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking Katie
0: Keene. I super expected in season five, maybe season six. Katie Keene would have this sort of thing to like ev- everything that we were planning to do for season two. Let's take the important stuff and weave it into a Riverdale guest spot, uh, uh, like they did with the Millennium crossover episode of The X Files, that sort of thing. Yeah. The suddenly cancelled one that needs closure, nah, 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 nah. Uh-uh. But the.
1: The one that we planned the ending to be the ending.
0: Second ending, yes!
1: Yes! <laughs> Uh, So Heather introduces Sabrina as being uh, a witch who specializes in death magic.
0: True. Uh, It came up a lot.
1: And Sabrina (laughs) explains that after she died a few years ago...
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, she's also caught up in some amount of this time skip, I suppose.
1: That her her boyfriend, Nick, uh, brought her back uh, to the land of the living. That's when she decided to specialize in death magic. Now, for this to happen, Nick had to stay beha- behind in the suite hereafter, thereafter.
0: It, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. It's after.
1: He had, he had to stay. Uh, and so basically he took her place, you know. So they're split apart. Very mm-hmm, sad.
0: Mm-hmm. Swap sees, but the scales still balance. You know, that sort yeah. of thing.
1: And she's like, okay, so we got to resurrect some people, though. We can do this. Just need a coven of six witches.
0: This never comes up. At no point is the number six significant.
1: Nope. It's just because there's six ladies in the room. (laughs) Uh, And like, you know, Cheryl's like, okay, well, you got you, we got Heather, we got me. And others are like, we're not witches. Uh,
0: They apologize for not being witches.
1: (laughs) And she's all like, no, like all powerful, uh, destructive women can be witches.
0: And anyway, you've all got other superpowers, so you might as well. It's like the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do this. Um, what you got to do is first sign your name in the book, so they do that.
0: Let's all deface this historical artifact. Yeah, they're, they're signing their names in the Maleficarum.
1: Uh, then we got a, you got a pledge to Hecate.
0: We're still done with Hecate, huh?
1: Yeah. Still down with Hecate. Because
0: it seemed like every couple weeks the Greendale Coven was like following a different power.
1: We are still into Hecate. St-
0: Hecate stuck. Finally. Yes. Okay.
1: And then uh, they have a dance party. Yes. Because <laughs> Quote, normally. Step
0: three. We do a little dance.
1: She's <laughs> like Ideally. We do this around a bonfire in the woods, but like a living room dance party works too as they like dance in the living room next to the fireplace. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Work with what you got, I guess. It literally is like a dance party and not like the shit they did in Sabrina.
0: They're having a sleepover. Yeah. I I appreciate the difference because in Chilling Adventures, Sabrina up until like the end was... Uh, uh, trying to live in someone else's context And struggling true. struggling against it Now she is in charge She is the teacher It's going to be her way Yeah, it's going to look like this
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true She's Sabrina-fied it
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Um, And then they toast To uh, the Sisterhood of Night And they have a little toast With some absence
0: Like Wait. you do And Sabrina gives a little wink At Betty All these guest actors Are flirting with Betty Why is everyone winking at Betty? <laughs> Is is she more of a harlot than I'm giving her credit for?
1: Oh, what if that's what they're going for? What if they're going for she has some, like, harlot powers? She's just
0: an inescapable sexual pull of Betty Cooper.
1: So Sabrina's like, okay. So what we need to do is we need to try one resurrection first to like see if it works. <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, like the first pancake that comes out bad.
1: Yeah, like you gotta you gotta have it soak up the oil, <laughs> so the other ones all look prettier. That we all know that that first pancake tastes the best. So she's like, okay. So where are the bodies? And they're like at at the morgue. And so Sabrina's like, okay, great. Like Betty, do you want to uh, fly on your broom or mine?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm.
1: And Betty's very excited to get on her broom, let me tell (laughs) you
0: Yeah, it's a Hitachi magic broom Uh, So we got away to Mr. Mantle living it up at the craps table But he has a terminal case of gambler's heart
1: Gambler's heart Yeah, so he has like a weird little twitch thing And Reggie's very worried And he's all like, no, I'm fine Like, we're good But it doesn't look fine Doesn't look good no So uh, over at the morgue, Sabrina is looking down at the uh, bodies of Archie and Jughead. And
0: And she's picking which one is going to be their test case. And she picks Jughead because he's cuter.
1: Yes. (laughs) Jughead is cuter. Archie may be hotter, but Jughead's cuter.
0: She's into guys with dark hair. We know this. This
1: is true. This is true. Picks him... Uh and uh goes back and explains to everyone once she finds Jughead, which she does compliment his name, I guess she really likes it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Sure. Um She
0: hung out with a dude named Harvey Kinkle.
1: This is true. <laughs> and Nick Scratch. Like, what? She's gonna go find Jughead like his soul, and she's going to explain what happened, and then he's going to basically have the choice to come back. And they're like, what do you mean the choice? And she's like, well, you can't just, like, make a soul come back. They have to want to.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this falls to her as a certified Deathwalker. Who is providing these certifications? Um, Do you have to renew that every five years?
1: The uh, International Society of... uh, Deathwalkers.
0: Ah uh, oh yeah, yeah. How can I forget the ISDW?
1: Yeah. You gotta pay your, your fee, you gotta retest. Um I think she's gonna have her certificate revoked pretty soon based <laughs> on some things.
0: So so yeah, they they magic up a portal in one of the stone archways that separate the the main room of Thornhill from like the entranceway. Yeah. And so she walks through it, she deathwalks through it. Uh, <laughs> healing
1: Jughead's body, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is not something they ever have to do again.
0: And the, well, they use different methods every this single is time. true. And so there's a ding, 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 ding in the, the cosmic pops, and Sabrina walks in in the costume in which she is drawn. Yes! Yes! In the very first panel of her very first appearance. Yes, it's so good. As seen, you know, recreated in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina uh, opening credit sequences. So, yes. There you go.
1: Uh, and so she she goes up to Jughead, and she joins him at the booth, and he's like, hey, are you a fan of Mad's House Glad's, too?
0: Which is the book that he is writing in the Cosmic Pops, which yes. is also a real Archie Comics publication.
1: Yes, and it is a publication that actually is where Sabrina originally appeared, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because the comic dabbled in, like, weird things, yeah, like they, yeah. they branched out, they had monster stuff They had like this stuff, they had that stuff And for a while it was Archie characters And then it moved on to other characters And,
0: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they
1: explored a lot of Just stuff
0: a big, broad anthology And yes. every once in a while something comes out of it that sticks Yeah, Sabrina being the, the stickiest of them all To, so to come sticky. from that book So
1: sticky uh, So she introduces herself That uh, she's from the mortal realm They have friends in common And he's like, oh, are you trying to take me back?
0: And she's like, yeah. And he's like, nah.
1: Nah, like. He he would
0: rather be in this idyllic place with no conflict or pain. uh, Also where he can hear. And uh, uh, it's it's nice. Also, if I go back, I am fated to die again at Percival's hand. That sucks, actually.
1: Like, I miss Tabitha, but she's told me that, like, no matter what, I die. So eventually, if I just wait here, I will see her. Like, I can't argue with this boy. Like, I understand his reasoning. There is not a lot that's been told to him that, like, looks positive.
0: I'm supposed to end up here sometime this month. Maybe, maybe maybe it's now. Why
1: not just stick around? Like, it's fine. Uh, And so she tries to talk him into it a little bit more. And he's still like, "Mm, nah.
0: It's weird to me that Sabrina's costume is still out of date. Considering her debut, where that costume was, was created, was designed, she's like 15 years ahead of everyone else in this uh, diner. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that, it's that weird thing where history gets flattened. Ren Faire costumes are like 600 years of history and a lot of stuff that isn't even in that. We don't okay. question it. Okay. We don't okay. question okay. it.
1: Ren Faire is a magical place where mm-hmm. anything is allowed and you just let it be. And you accept it, and you eat your cheese fritter, and you live a really happy life with wanna, some sassafras. I
0: don't want to eat a cheese fritter.
1: We can go. It opened this past weekend. I don't know
0: if I want to go all the way to Bristol for a cheese fritter, but I do want a cheese
1: fritter. Some <laughs> cheese fritter. You get some some mushrooms. You get some sassafras. It's a great time.
0: These all sound like things you say instead of swearing in front of a child. <laughs> Ah, cheese fritters. <laughs> I
1: was going to do one for sassafras, but what I was going to say was fucking sassafras. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, no, i supposed to take the word of the swear, but my brain doesn't know how to work like that.
0: You used to teach children.
1: I did, and I would always just say, oh, goodness. <laughs> Because I had to go with the O, so it bided me time to come up with something to say instead of whatever I wanted to say.
0: Like mushrooms.
1: Oh, sassafras. There was one time I totally dropped an F-bomb in front of all the children, but they were also, like, self-absorbed that <laughs> none of them heard it.
0: Kids these days don't even know what swears are. It They're was... always on their phones.
1: No, they don't, because kids these days are like, no, butt's a bad word. <laughs> No, I'm not allowed to say I hate lions in The Lion King because hate is a bad word. And I was like, well, it's bad to say you hate some things, but I think it's okay for the Like having to argue with a (laughs) five-year-old about, no, your parents will not be mad that you say hate because this is your line.
0: Also arguing with like the nature of like performance You don't hate the lions
1: We had to change the line to I don't like the lions <laughs> For this little five year old girl That was a hyena Cause she refused To say man I hate lions
0: So, so back in earth uh, the, the sweet now is-er I don't know
1: Oh before, before we go back Sabrina though is like well there might be something you can help me with, Jughead.
0: Yeah. And, and we're so, left on this cliffhanger. Ooh, they lean in for a little pss, 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 conference. Yeah. But back in the land of the living, yeah. at least for now, uh, uh, per- Percival is talking to Kevin and demanding to know of his shenanigans. I must know. Tell me of your shenanigans. And
1: he is trying to brainwash Kevin into telling him to do the little mind control stuff. And Kevin is like flashing back. To times with his friends, uh, mm-hmm. including a Hedwig one, which I'm like, really, Kevin, we don't need to remember that.
0: that that's certainly not my anchor. <laughs>
1: but he, he's trying to anchor that, and he refuses. He's like, no, you'll have to kill me. And Percival's like, fine, I will.
0: Uh, uh, but he's, like, disgusted at his momentary failure, and he calls Kevin Piggy as as he leaves. Ooh, a callback to that one episode with the library books. Yeah. So so back in Thornhill, Sabrina walks out with Jughead and everybody's like, yay. And then Sabrina's like, nuh-uh, this is not Jughead.
1: <laughs> She's like, this, uh, this is my boyfriend, Nick Scratch, who looks like Jughead. And everyone's like, what?
0: He's going to be piloting your friend and lover uh, <laughs> as sort of a loner for a while. Jughead and says t- he's totally cool with it.
1: And, and, and Tabitha's like, you stole my boyfriend's body. <laughs> No, it was consensual. And uh, Nick, as Jughead, is like, hey, I'm Nick Scratch. What's up, ladies? And Betty is like, oh, yeah, that ain't that not, is... that's not Jughead. That is not Jughead. Nope.
0: It's okay, everybody. Calm down. There is a spare Jughead in the sex hole. I saw him. It's fine. What did Tabitha see when she went down to the sex hole to find Jughead's corpse? Where was other Jughead by then? Not there. I guess
1: not there because she doesn't know he just, anything about it. Just
0: blinked away like like La Yorona yeah. before him. I guess.
1: Yeah. So Sabrina explains uh, that you know again it was consensual. Uh, she's just borrowed Jughead's body to bring Nick's soul back. Um, you know she wanted to spend some time with him, uh, but also he can help because he also knows death magic. They
0: have twelve hours. They have like what six hours to resurrect all these people to save the world. And she's worried about dating up. Bu- this is very accurate to Chilling Adventures it's, of Sabrina, actually.
1: It's been a few years <laughs> since she had sexy time. Like, let's... <laughs> this isn't a push for them. She's like... And also, like, it'll be fine because you're all up. It's your turn. And they're like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I don't know your friends. So, like, it's time for you to go talk to everyone and see if, like, you can bring them back.
0: Tabitha must be so pissed off right now because... Wait, wait. Why couldn't I just go the first time myself?
1: Right, (laughs) and
0: not have my boyfriend hijacked by this magical stranger who's trying to call me toots? What
1: the fuck? And so Sabrina's like, okay, so I'm gonna summon Karan, yes, the ferryman of the dead.
0: You know, River Styx, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you'll be able to like go to them. But like, first things first, you have to die.
0: Mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. like,
1: what? And she's like, just for a few minutes. It's fine. it's fine.
0: Sabrina does it all the time. It's no big deal.
1: <laughs> and so then they like divvy up who's gonna go for who. And so, so Cheryl's like, okay. Cheryl's so I'm so going. She's like, I'm going for TT and I guess Fangs and Nana and Deckwood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, she's going for four of a kind <laughs> while uh, uh, Betty's gonna go in for Archie. And Tabitha's like, Okay, I'm gonna try again with Jughead, let's do it right this time.
1: But they're like, Oh, hold up, um, Betty, uh, there's something about your energy. Has anyone ever put a hex on you? And she's like, No, but I've been likened to the harlot of Babylon Babylon. And they're like, oh, that's it. Uh, You can't get into heaven. (laughs) What a thing to be told. (laughs) You are going to go to fucking hell, Betty.
0: And hey, maybe some people are there who need help right now.
1: But we're not worried about anyone else.
0: Don't worry. My dad runs the place. Or, like, my stepmom runs the place. I kind of forget who's running hell By the end, one sort of boyfriend who's made of clay and won't shut up about being made of clay, is he running hell by the end? I forget. I don't remember who's running hell (laughs) at this point.
1: Um, but, so, Sabrina's like, does anyone else have a connection to Archie? And Betty just does this little, like, pointy point at Veronica. Who
0: is, who up to this point has no one to go for. She's all alone in the world, even in the afterlife.
1: Because we can't care enough about any of the other people that died.
0: (laughs) Or any of your employees, perhaps firstborns. (laughs)
1: So, uh, Veronica is not too happy about having to go to try to rescue her best friend's boyfriend, who she also loves as well.
0: It's an awkward situation, to be fair. But yes, Veronica's going in after Archie.
1: (laughs) So, so meanwhile, uh, Percival is, uh, with Reggie. And she's like, okay, so here's the deal. Kevin Keller has betrayed us and needs to be punished. You're going to execute him. <laughs> and Reggie's just like, what? What so, the fuck?
0: So this scene, is, is, this conversation is being held in Reggie's new office at Babylonium. And they're sitting on opposite sides of his very, very shiny, very polished table. <laughs> and the camera is pointed at the table, every shot, reverse shot, for the first time few exchanges is just their reflections because the table's so shiny? Yeah. (laughs) It's fun.
1: Uh, So Reggie's not down with this, but Percival's like, well, here's the deal. Your father uh, needs a young, healthy heart, and uh, Mr. Keller here has one. So if you kill him, your dad gets his heart.
0: There's not even a dilemma here. It's non-negotiable, chum.
1: (laughs) So, So meanwhile... Uh, Cheryl, Veronica, and Tabitha are on the floor Mm -hmm. getting ready to do a spell.
0: Yes, silver coins are being placed on their eyes. And
1: Cheryl's all like, you know, like, I'm kind of excited. Like, how many people uh, get to say they died and come back? And Tabitha's like, a lot more than you fucking think. Like, it's Riverdale. (laughs) Like,
0: what? This is not true. Can
1: you think of any? Well, there's been a, uh, there's been, haven't there been people though that we thought were dead but
0: weren't dead? Yeah, that happens a lot. That
1: happens a lot.
0: But I don't think we've had any actual resurrection. Uh, I mean,
1: Jughead like died but didn't Jughead die. Jughead
0: faked his death. Yeah. Yeah. Archie died in River Vale and came back, but that's the different rules of a different universe. Yeah. It's. Super true in Greendale, though people die every episode of that show and they do not care.
1: what if what if Cheryl's getting like a blip of River Vale mm. and she's forgetting how many people actually don't come back? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: So now Sabrina starts rhyming because yep. it's very important for magic to rhyme.
1: Yes, you gotta say all the words.
0: And out pops Spirit Halloween presents Karen. The fairy man.
1: He does his little swipey hand thing. Their souls all rise out of their bodies. They all go down the tunnel with more magic being said. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so they go. Betty is like, uh, okay, like, what do we do now? And Sabrina's like, okay, well, we got to, like, watch the bodies. Um, But I think you guys got that because, like, we're going to go have some alone time. Um, Do you know of any good restaurants in town?
0: I am shocked. I am shocked to my heart that they don't go to Pop's Royale.
1: No, they end up at, like, an Italian place. Yes. Like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) The second restaurant in Riverdale.
1: Why They should be at
0: Pops. What the fuck? It's where uh, Tabitha went with her parents for Father's Day and Jughead ran in. It's that restaurant, the one that only shows up every month or less.
1: Like, what the fuck? (laughs) So Veronica goes uh, to Archie's heaven.
0: To be a homewrecker. She was made for this.
1: Uh, And she immediately hugs him and is like, Archie, I didn't think I'd see you again. And he's like, what do you mean? You live down the street. And so then she has to explain... What actually happened?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not. what dreams may come, Veronica. I'm the real Veronica from the land of the living.
1: Yes. Uh, and Archie's like, no, no, like, we fought the war and we won. What are you talking about? Uh, and she has to explain, no, the real Betty needs you. This is not real. Like, you need to go back.
0: And so Betty comes home from the market with, like, fix-ins for for tonight's dinner and like, oh, should we set another uh, plate for you, Veronica? It's no trouble. Like, shouldn't this be the sign that Archie, this this is not the Betty that you love right now. (laughs) Why isn't Betty fucked up?
1: Betty's not just a homemaker, Archie. We need to recognize that.
0: Yeah, you have Archie's heavenly dream Betty is not the complete Betty. It's not. And in another show, this might be like laying groundwork for their relationship to to crack and and, and fumble. And it might happen in Riverdale. It has that capacity, but I, again, it's, it's the weird exquisite corpse nature of it. You never know which element is going to move forward and when.
1: Yes. So over at uh, Heaven, Tony and Fangs with uh, not baby anthony we're gonna call him big anthony he's
0: seven feet tall part of that is the hair but he's huge
1: so big anthony is nervous to tell his parents that him and timmy twist are in love and they want to get married and is surprised when they react oh my gosh that's amazing we're so happy for you and i am so confused
0: (laughs) if if my child says hey I'm in love with this person who our families have had a lot of problems with one another, but we love one another. I say, great. If the first time I hear about this is that they're engaged, I will have questions. I will be reticent. Like (laughs) I'm assuming my child and I are close enough that, you know, I mean, he lives with them. Good God. Like, come on. Come on.
1: Like, okay, are we going for the surprise because it is like... Well, we've only dated for two days and you right? didn't know about him and we're engaged and you can't, like, marry someone you just met. I'm also still or, thinking
0: they're supposed to be playing 16 years old.
1: Or is, like, I worried for a, I was like, did they not ever tell him that they're queer? <laughs> like, is he worried that they're not going to like that he's gay? No. I'm so confused.
0: They tell their son every day that just because they're married <laughs> to an opposite gendered partner doesn't mean they're not both proud bisexuals. Every single day they tell him that.
1: I It just kind of felt like that's what it could be, too, that they were going for <laughs> instead of like, you can't marry a man you just met. <laughs>
0: You can't marry a man you just met. You don't have a driver's license yet.
1: <laughs> you're twelve. I know you look twenty-seven, but you're twelve.
0: But but this is the context in which uh, uh, Cheryl appears to to try to pierce this perfect taste of heaven.
1: And she says, "Let the grown ups talk." <laughs> go go. Uh. And so she explains it all, and they're like, "Wait, so like Percival killed us after our wedding?" And she's like, yes, and you were ultimately ripped from the bosom of life.
0: Cheryl is on easy mode right here. This should be the easiest people to convince. Like, don't you want to watch your son grow up? I mean, she don't is you like want to raise him?
1: Your child's an orphan right now.
0: Yeah, she goes right for, for the hard stuff. Uh, uh, but it doesn't work because Jughead seems to be the only one aware he's dead.
1: Yeah, no one else is aware
0: he, they're dead. I was kind of iffy on Archie, but uh, Tony and Fangs do not believe they're dead for yeah. a moment.
1: Yeah, you know she's like, I just, I just want you to think about it. And Fangs goes off. He's like, you know, this is just like when you tried to sabotage Polly and Jason getting married. She's like, hold up, what?
0: Wait, what now? They, they did who?
1: Uh, so Tabitha goes to Jughead again, uh, and she sees Jughead signing comics.
0: Finally, he's a respected author. And he's so
1: happy Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. she watches as this guy comes up that's dressed exactly like him with the hat. Uh, She watches as uh, this
0: nerd? (laughs) No. You can call him a nerd.
1: (laughs) She watches as this guy's just like geeking out about being a fan of the comics and Jughead's just enjoying talking with him and he's like, hey, like, okay, who should I make this out to? And it's Fran, Fran the Fan.
0: Who is?
1: From the comic.
0: Yeah, it's a yeah. Wee, it's a super deep cut. I don't it's, think people are just going to get so Fran good. the Fan. It's so good, though. <laughs> I mean, th- this is an Archie Comics publication title that I would forgive people for thinking is fake and made up for Riverdale. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's al- real. Let alone remembering Fran the Fan from the one uh, uh, ongoing, like... Teenage band story that ran within it. Yeah.
1: Uh, So Tabitha doesn't want to interrupt, so she decides to go to the counter and get a cup of coffee.
0: And next to her is a familiar face. It's Raphael, original version.
1: Yes. Uh, And she's like, wait, are you my guardian angel? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I am.
0: This is what I look like in heaven.
1: And so she's, he's like, hey, I'm going to like bring you up to speed on a few things. Well, meanwhile, Cheryl's going to Thornhill. Mm-hmm. And there she sees Nana mm-hmm. and Dagwood with Polly and
0: Jason. And they're having family game night. They're one big happy family, except for Juniper, I guess, because only dead people are allowed in heaven. Yes. Um, but the- Does that mean Veronica's dead? I, I mean, all these heavens must work under different rules. Because if Veronica is in Archie's heaven... But Juniper is not in her parents' heaven. What's happening here?
1: <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> what What if, though, Veronica isn't actually in Archie's heaven mm. and he just thinks that she's down the street, but he never actually sees her?
0: Much like Tony and Fangs think they have these memories of like their honeymoon and yeah. such. Okay. It's, it just okay. exists
1: in this like haze that it must be there. They just never see.
0: I buy it. I buy it. Yeah. Y- you got me. That's yeah. good. Yeah.
1: So, like, they don't realize Juniper's not there. They think she's around the corner playing
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of
1: thing. So the maple business is booming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and the good news just doesn't end there because Polly is pregnant with triplets.
0: Yeah, yeah. Polly, <laughs> the way Polly talks about the business, she has truly become a blossom. She says, quote, the trees are swollen with sap. Oh, yeah. And so is she. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There'll
1: be a lot of sap leaking
0: <laughs>
1: Eventually when it's time It'll just like gush out
0: <laughs> Please welcome one need cash now
1: He makes his best TikToks
0: I love her <laughs> so, so yeah there is the tension here of like Cheryl is here to bring Everyone out of, of Their heavenly bliss but like
1: she sees them happy. She sees
0: them happy, and she may be tempted to stay in heaven, to stay dead with them. And
1: she starts crying and just saying, like, how much she's missed them. And Polly does say, you can stay with us forever.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe she knows they're dead. It's really variable.
1: Uh, so Sabrina and Nick are on their date mm-hmm. at the Italian place. Uh, and Nick's like, okay, so what's the plan? What's going on? You're up to something.
0: And it turns out there's no scheme. There's no plan. There's no plot. She just really missed him. She really missed
1: him. So she is kind of like, what What if we did, like, run away?
0: What if it was a little bit of a scheme? What if we bought a cabin on the at the foothills of the Mountains of Madness?
1: And he has to remind her that death will come.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and then they'll both get dragged away and nothing good will come of it. And we... Find out that Nick and her aunties tricked her uh, and they like did this scheme to to trade her for Nick.
0: Because the world, the family, the coven, the realms, Sabrina was so, so needed that that Nick did this for her and for everyone else.
1: And he reminds her that it was his decision and he still stands by it.
0: My question that I had through this entire scene is, would this make more sense or less sense to someone who has not watched the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? I don't know, because this really feels like the the ending to a, a, an extra like two episode plot. Yeah, uh, after the f- the fourth chapter is four, yeah, right? Yeah, That's so. how they broke it up. i I don't know. I don't know.
1: Uh, meanwhile, Reggie is having dinner with his dad, some surf and turf, and he's very like, yo, dad, like, I made it, this is how it's gonna be from now on, you're gonna get everything you ever wanted, and he's like, no, like, let's not talk like that, I'm sick, I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of
0: time. The, the least I can do is go out with dignity after how horrible I was as a father and a well, husband.
1: And he says that because Reggie's like, no, 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 like, I got a way for you to skip the line to get a new heart. Mm -hmm, And he's mm -hmm. like, no, like, I need to go out with dignity. It's the one way I can make it up for the fact that, like, I've been awful in my life.
0: Everybody wants to die this week, (laughs) Mr. Mantle. Nick, all the dead people want to stay dead. Cheryl kind of might want to die.
1: I mean, have you seen the
0: world out there? (laughs)
1: Like, I can't blame them. This is a really depressing
0: episode.
1: Sabrina and Nick are back from their dinner. And it is time for Nick to die again, because <laughs> the birds are gathering.
0: The psychopomps. I was hoping the psychopomps from Chilling Adventures would come back.
1: I was expecting more of them, honestly, because they were so big in it that I was like, with everyone being all,
0: you know. They're mu- there's much less tension with them. Yeah. Like, they, they don't make them threatening. It's just like, ah, there they are. There they are. And they're cuter birds than usual. <laughs>
1: Where in Sabrina, like, it is like, oh shit. Oh
0: shit, oh fuck, oh fuck, there's birds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the psychopomps in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comic that diverges so wildly from the show uh, uh, that shares its name, those are fucking nasty. <laughs>
1: um, so Nick lays down on the morgue bed, and they say their I love yous, and uh, Sabrina kisses the life out of him, and he dies. How much
0: of this is because Cole Sprouse wanted to smooch someone else for once?
1: Well, they wanted to change it up, I guess. I don't know.
0: He got to smooch a third girl.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> over
0: six seasons. K.J. Op is smooching so many girls.
1: All the girls. Reggie storms into his office, his bedroom, don't know which, and he's talking to himself. You know, what the hell am I going to do? Like, he's freaking out.
0: And then himself talks back.
1: Just pull <laughs> it together, mantle. <laughs> and he freaks the fuck out and he talks to himself again like this other voice says don't you recognize your own voice
0: your own conscience
1: <gasps> as he looks at the ventriloquist doll so so fuck yes, yes his conscience his his jiminy cricket is yeah. the little
0: fucking doll. Yeah, yeah. So so we have the hierarchy. L- yeah. Like you just mentioned. A person a person's conscience lives in a wooden doll. A wooden doll's conscience lives in a cricket. Yeah. A cricket has no conscience. They they have no sense of right and wrong.
1: Jiminy Cricket did.
0: He wasn't very good at showing it.
1: He he
0: so ineffective. The boy did everything without his advice.
1: He thought the boy was a lot more capable than he was. He's <laughs> used to a cricket. Having, like, an adolescence of, like, 30 seconds. He doesn't know that it takes a wooden boy a lot
0: longer. Yeah, Pinocchio was working on Human Time and was born yesterday.
1: Jiminy Cricket's working on Cricket Time.
0: Where Born Yesterday is middle age. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's the problem. It's just different <laughs> communication.
0: He was set up to fail. He was
1: I- set up to fail by the Blue Fairy. The Fuck Blue you. Fairy's
0: the villain of that movie.
1: <laughs> Obviously. So, he's, so, 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 so so the
0: disaboy- the,
1: the, doll, the so doll, the doll was talking to him. So the doll. And uh, Reggie's like, what the fuck, you a ghost? And he's like, no, you're fucking conscious. So listen to me. This is what you're going to do. You're going to get your head out of your ass. Or you're going to get your head out of your ass, and you're going to do what you did in high school. When you didn't know what to, the test was about, you just didn't take the test. So you're going <laughs> to go get everyone. You're going to be what you want to be, which is a hero. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get them, and you're going to leave town. You're going to run away. I, That's what you do. You run away.
0: I wish every character had a moment where an inner voice described to them their own inner, like, dramatic poles. Yeah. <laughs> where, like, uh, uh, Reggie's conscience lays out, like, okay... Percival thinks that, that you want wealth and power, but what you really want is to be a hero. <laughs> and I want to hear the Veronica version of that so bad. Yeah. But I want it for Archie. I want it for Betty. I want it for everybody.
1: Well, and I love... So here's how you're going to do it <laughs> and the only way you're capable. <laughs> it's
0: just load everybody up in whatever classic sports car you've got these days. And, and
1: go. Just, go. just, just fucking town. leave town
0: hit the bricks
1: because that is the way you are capable of being a hero
0: you weren't that good at football you were better than archie sure but come on trip over a low bar am i right
1: so sabrina gets back from her date and everyone fills her in on how the dead don't want to come back
0: (laughs) all our friends hate us
1: it sucks here
0: they would rather be dead than be in riverdale
1: She's like, okay, I guess it's time for a new plan. Here's the thing, Cheryl. 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 Cheryl's
0: got vibes.
1: I sensed some things from you. And what I sensed from you is that you have the power of the phoenix.
0: Cheryl is going to blow up a planet and make Cyclops very, very sad.
1: And she's like, what's that? And I love that Heather's like, a phoenix is a bird. (laughs) Like, thank you. Thank you, Heather. You really shed some light
0: on that. Fuck you. Look, they got a much more experienced witch involved. Heather has nothing. She has nothing to do this week but identify birds.
1: It's a bird. And then Sabrina explains everything else to us about it. (laughs) And how the the phoenix... uh, Heather's just
0: going to leave and find a library in need of help.
1: So the phoenix has the gift of resurrection.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So she'll be able to, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff about fire and whatnot, but she'll be able to use this to bring everyone back. Uh, now, she will essentially be ripping her friends from their suite thereafter, uh, and they might not come back whole. Yeah. They might not forgive
0: her <laughs> or any of them. And they might come back malignant. Malignant. <laughs>
1: So what Cheryl needs to do is burn the bodies till they combust. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: She's going to burn them completely and hopefully they'll rise from
0: the ashes. So, so before we get to this, so no room for error. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you better get a hole in one on this one, Cher. Uh, so, so she's like, okay, fine. We'll do it in the mines. <laughs> That's where I do all my creepiest shit these days. <laughs>
1: where I do a lot of things with fire and setting my friends on fire.
0: Better than doing it in the groves, you know?
1: Yeah, you know. You're hoping they're going to be busting with syrup.
0: Oh, boy. Uh, So
1: Reggie tries to break Kevin
0: out. This happens very suddenly. Just, like, out of nowhere, Reggie is running through Babylonium at night with Kevin, with his father. There is very clearly a scene that got cut from time where they, like set up this break, but no, they're just, bam, they're doing it.
1: Here's what's, I think, so funny to me about it, too, still, is the fact, though, that Kevin is the CEO. He owns Babylonium. Percival's still living there. Yes. And he's still having to sneak around this casino that he owns and operates to try to sneak someone out. And, and I
0: guess Kevin is being held in the basement?
1: Uh, it, like, it's, I don't it know. It seemed
0: like Kevin was being held in...
1: Like a closet or something.
0: Well, a, a closet in the Curiosity Shop. Yeah. But now Kevin is... This is another reason I think there was a, a, another scene in this subplot that's just like, not here. We, yeah. we only got 42 minutes. Let's go.
1: Uh, and so yeah, they get caught. Doesn't work. Uh, Cheryl is in the mines with the bodies. And she she does a spell
0: very rhyming, so rhyming and
1: repetitive. Uh and well it is happening. We we go check on everyone in their heaven. Uh and Archie has made the decision to uh return to the mortal realm. He has he's put on his war uniform
0: cuz there's a war to fight back back in the mortal realm. Yeah.
1: Uh and as he's he's talking to Betty about this, he gets really sweaty because he's on fire.
0: Does this mean Betty's dead? Back to our earlier conversation. Maybe. The Blossoms really are the outlier because the other two uh, uh, hereafters we see have people we know to be living represented in their heaven. Yeah. Because baby Anthony is not dead and also not nine feet tall.
1: Yeah. But
0: <laughs> so where where's Juniper? I, I, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. So Archie gets really sweaty and really hot. Uh, and then, we, Like
0: every other week. Uh,
1: <laughs> so then we go to Fangs and Tony. And Tony has been looking through their wedding album, and she's like, Fangs, there are no pictures after our wedding. What if Cheryl was telling the truth, mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. they both get very sweaty? And then we go to Jughead, who is so sweaty, he's dripping on a comic.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and we go back to Cheryl, as the bodies are engulfed in blue flame, and then this, this phoenix flame bird flies out of the flames. With the
0: classic canned red-tailed hawk screech, of course.
1: And then everyone rises from the ashes and we see that they're there Mm -hmm, and they're mm -hmm. living.
0: Dagwood down in front because he's tiny. And who's that standing in the back? Nana Rose. The only time she's ever stood in the run of Riverdale.
1: What if she's cured?
0: She's back and better than ever, baby!
1: She's back with like no age she's like D8 like she still looks old but like she her body feels young
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and I think there's some truth to this. Uh, so after this happens uh, Sabrina leaves and she's talking with Cheryl. she's like, you know I'm so happy things worked out. Uh, I just don't hope I just hope you don't get in trouble for uh, what you did and Cheryl's like what? Well, just be careful. death doesn't like to be cheated. Toodaloo!
0: Sabrina? 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 Spellman? <laughs> what the fuck, girl? You were brought here as an expert necromancer. Someone who learned by making some of these very mistakes. That is why you were summoned. That is your expertise. That is your purpose. Here, today, can we get some specifics?
1: You could tell her, like, what's gonna happen.
0: Please! You know how bad this could go! Sabrina doesn't fucking care! <laughs> My boyfriend just died again. Bye. So Tabitha's
1: with Jughead and she is apologizing. Uh, She's, you know, I'm so sorry. I wanted you back. I needed to bring everyone back. Like, I'm just so sorry. And he's like, wait, say that again. And she repeats things and he's like, oh, hold up. Like, I can hear you.
0: With my ears.
1: I can also like still hear your thoughts. But like, I can also hear you.
0: And like... Every time Jughead's deafness has come up since that one pretty okay episode, I'm torn. Yeah. Because at least it won't be bad anymore.
1: At least we're getting rid of that storyline that
0: we ignored. But they've just totally and finally squelched any hope of doing at least okay again.
1: This is why I think Nana Rose will now right, walk and right. then she's fine because she's now been, like, mm-hmm. cured of old age. She'll she'll be, like, doing little sidekicks as she walks down the road. But Jughead is like, oh my god, I just remembered there was another Jughead in the bunker before I died.
0: <laughs> and Tabitha does not have too much of a reaction to this, as one might expect.
1: Like, what? You she's, okay?
0: She's used to it. She's you, you, fine.
1: You did just come back from being dead. You sure you're good? Over at Thornhill, Heather's like, hey, Cheryl, how are you? How are things (laughs) after being in heaven? And she's like, you know, it was painful. They were all so happy. And I couldn't help thinking, what if they all got a second chance? So I had to try. And Heather's like, what? And she's like, look, it's Jason and Polly. I brought them back from the dead, too. Even though it's been years, and we're only supposed to do this in like three days,
0: I can't wait to see Jason's twelfth funeral. My punch card is full. This one is free.
1: Are we finally getting zombies? <laughs> Afterlife?
0: Uh, Are we finally getting zombies? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, this is how this is how Afterlife with Archie started. It was a hurried and and not too well thought out resurrection spell by Sabrina. Uh
1: huh. Uh Uh-huh, and you've just given the power to someone who didn't think it out, and she brought some people back, and so are we finally gonna get zombies? They don't do it, they're missing a great opportunity, what the fuck?
0: So Archie was also resurrected. Yeah. And he's chatting with Betty, and she's making fun of him for having a stupid heaven full of dumb names for idiots.
1: Little Fred and Little Polly, that's the best we could come up with?
0: Uh, yeah, I thought it would be nice to honor our dead relatives, (laughs) you monster. (laughs) Maybe Betty is evil.
1: See, Betty understands, though, that they're gonna have, like, a lot of dead relatives. And they, like, can't keep doing that. It's playing favorites.
0: Well, right now, Frank is not earning his place as Archie's second son. This is
1: true. They smooch. Archie talks about how, like, heaven with her... Kids, like, that's really all he wants, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't think that's what Betty wants.
0: There was a conversation about this uh, yeah, not long ago. I think
1: we're disregarding that. So, Tabitha goes to check in on uh, Veronica, and she's like, hey, how you doing? And Veronica's like, oh, because like everyone else has someone, and I'm still alone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Tabitha, like, drops some some nasty little tantalizing truths, which is with all of these dozens, hundreds of futures that that she's peeped on. In a little less than half of them, Archie and Veronica are together.
1: <coughs> they dropped the word endgame, like, four times in this scene.
0: Well, yeah, but I haven't watched that movie, so I don't care. It uh, it really helps in scenes like this to remember that Archie Andrews is the only person who can survive her aff- her deadly affections. Yeah. So that's why all her eggs are in one basket. I okay. I mean,
1: I it okay. is she, yeah. He's the only person that she won't kill. It
0: still sucks though.
1: <laughs> well, I will save it for a minute from now.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: So, uh meanwhile, Percival's like Hey, congratulations, gentlemen. Instead of having a single execution, we're going to have a triple. Because he has not only Reggie and Kevin locked up, but Reggie's dad.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Uh, And he's very excited because he's going to do it himself. And he locks them up. Kevin's like, we are so fucking screwed. And Reggie's like, no, because he grabbed an insurance policy from the shop before what? they were locked up.
0: One of the daggers of Megiddo is up his sleeve. Well, in his sock, more like.
1: It's like, this is one of Percival's magic weapons. <laughs> now, it won't get us out of here, but it's perfect for sticking in a neck. Hopefully Percival's.
0: Mm-hmm, Reggie mm. is
1: so happy and excited to st- the, by the idea of stabbing this man in the neck. Mm-hmm. And I love him for it.
0: Reggie has done some of the least physical violence of the regular cast. He is
1: ready to go, though.
0: And he wanted to be a gangster for eight years.
1: Yes. Yes, he did.
0: But Tabitha's tour is not over. Tabitha is in three of these endings.
1: She has to go check in on Tony and Fangs. And they're like, man, I still don't know why, like, baby Anthony didn't die. And Tabitha's like, oh, so I met uh, Raphael, my guardian angel, and he told me that baby Anthony can't die. He's immortal. <laughs> he also the, told me... The, the
0: things they make this woman say, I hope the pay is good.
1: <laughs> and then she goes on. Raphael also told her that uh, she is Riverdale's guardian angel.
0: So... So does that mean Jughead has been touched by an angel?
1: Oh, he has been touched so many times by an angel. He's been
0: touched all over by that angel.
1: He is living his own angels in America.
0: Seven. Hmm.
1: Okay, so a little while ago I was like, well, there's another option for Veronica. Sure. She could wait until baby Anthony's old enough. (laughs) Because, you know, he
0: is immortal. It is time for the Twilight Renaissance. I've been saying this, and I, th- I think the world is ready to catch up. Just say it. Oh, we just got a retcon in some moment where, like, uh, uh, Veronica ha- thought she had a crush on Fangs, but really, she was imprinted on his sperm. <laughs>
1: Okay, but, like, what if she, like, does, like, suddenly, like, make baby Anthony, like, her reason for living? Like, I will protect your baby with my life, because I have no one else. (laughs) And in 20 years,
0: he will be mine. How long until half plus seven? Let's do, let's do the linear regression on this. (laughs) So that's it. That's chapter 114 The Witches of Riverdale. Darling, what did you think?
1: I had a great time.
0: You know what? Same. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it was just, it just went for it. It just went for it. And Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. love anything that uses the excuse to, like, have these dream worlds and costumes and Mm -hmm. comic callbacks. and. um,
0: Deepest cut in Riverdale history, Fran the Fan.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Bringing so much of Sabrina's world over to it and just being like, yep, this is it. This is what we're doing.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's great. This episode was written for the people who don't watch Riverdale, but hear about it second and third hand. Yeah. Which in a way means it was made for us.
1: Yes. (laughs) That we watch it.
0: But I think this episode's worst elements come with Sabrina. Mm-hmm. I think some of the ways that she treated the people she's supposed to be helping, wildly inappropriate and, like, out of character. Because, like, Sabrina made a lot of youthful mistakes, like, fucking yeah. all the time. It's the point of that show. But her heart was always in the right place. She was always trying to help. Yeah. She was often trying to help too many people do too many things. Yeah. She's not especially helpful tonight.
1: I think they could have solved some of that. Like, like she still could have had this whole thing with Nick bringing his spirit so she could, like, chat with him so he could help. But they didn't need to go on a fucking date. They yeah, could have right? just had some, like, stolen moments, like, around the corner.
0: Like, yes, while they're sitting vigil and the others are just, like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Playing yeah. with a Ouija board, because oh. that's when you do at, at witch parties. Let's
1: make everyone some coffee. Want to come to the kitchen with me to do that? Mm-hmm. We'll be around the corner if you need us.
0: And also the the subplot that was like the second ending of Chilling Adventures felt really unnecessary. Yeah. Because the first ending resolved plots and, and closed actions. And this one tells us that there was other stuff we missed, but it doesn't have any of that. Yeah. If it was a resolution to follow what happened, that's one thing. But it's but it's not. Yeah.
1: It doesn't bug me as much like that part. But it's also mm-hmm. it wasn't necessary. But the thing that like I liked the least. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff with it didn't necessarily feel like Sabrina. I do agree. But it's all this Veronica shit. <laughs> I still just don't. I'm like, come on. Can we do anything good with her?
0: They, they just need to do something where Veronica has a moment where she stops moping and just stands up and shouts, I'm fucking lonely. I'm really starved for touch and affection and attention and my life is falling apart and it sucks and I need you all to be my friends, please. Yeah. If that's not coming and she's just going to wallow in it, it's not fun to watch. It's just not.
1: Yeah. Well, and I kind of wish, honestly, like, okay, when she went to, like, Archie, Mm-hmm. like, she talked about, like, oh, we all need you, Betty needs you. Like, she could have just talked about, like, I need you, you're my friend, like, I yeah. want you there.
0: But, but no, she's putting herself as just a messenger and not someone who has a message. Yeah. Which is... A shitty thing to do with Veronica Lodge, especially when it is a, a running thing. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen Veronica on top, which is where she fits.
1: Yeah. They're missing such opportunities to allow her to be a character who uplifts everyone else. And yes. is very powerful uh, just on her own and can be that support for everyone. Instead, it's just like, woe is me. Okay, I guess like- I'll help you. I guess I'll do this.
0: There there is a path that we are describing that I would love to see them follow where Veronica is everybody's cool aunt. Yeah. I want Veronica to be baby Anthony's godmother and not in your creepy way. But (laughs) (laughs) but like a, a, a protector, a supporter a multi-millionaire that is in everyone's corner and just fucking there for them. Yeah. So that they are there for her in return and she doesn't have to be this this mopey mess.
1: Yeah. Or, like, if they're gonna make her mopey mess, they need to really lean into the fact that, like, she cannot touch people. Mm-hmm. She cannot have interactions with people. And that that is what is eating away at her. Not this, like, oh, I can't have archie but it's like the the
0: it's that i can't have anyone i can't
1: have a because hug. i can't have Archie. i can't yeah. have like they need to dip it more into that and uh, what like it actually means for her and uh, not this like weird love triangle that i feel like they're focusing on instead
0: i will never hug my grandmother again yeah so yeah i'm a little grumpy
1: like if she could like look on and watch everyone hugging everyone come back
0: Mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm.
1: she can't join that like could you imagine if they all had like a big group hug because they uh, they succeeded in bringing everyone back and, and she Veronica has Veronica, like linger. goes
0: for it but she has to stop or else they all die again yeah
1: except like artists
0: <laughs> do this all over again
1: but like she's like I she can't
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like if they
1: leaned into that it would make all of it more acceptable and like why she's so obsessed with it yeah But they're not.
0: Why is this the one thing that we're playing, like, low-key and subtextual? Yeah. (laughs) In the show where Cheryl Blossom, like, wields the powers of the phoenix over life and death? Why (laughs) is anything low-key and subtextual? Yeah. Speaking of, like, yeah, we we have crossed yet another line. You know, death and defeat of death. Is is on the table, and like there, there is a theory in comic books. This is a comic book show, after all, a, a comic book fandom. That the resurrection of notable dead characters, like like Jean Grey, like Superman, that's the weaker version of the argument. Everybody knew Superman was coming back. He's fucking Superman, but but that big resurrections of of characters who are famously and importantly dead removes the weight and consequences of both death and grief, because you're all just waiting for him to come back anyway. Yeah. And Riverdale, because it's so fucking accelerated, (laughs) as soon as we can resurrect people, Polly's back JJ's back mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> We've undone the inciting incident Of the entire program As soon as resurrection's on the table
1: yeah. yeah
0: We've undone the one Really respectfully handled Seriously handled death That was not because of an actual Real life death The, the only undoable one of the two Yeah Da da
1: Jason's gonna like fucking talk and shit <laughs>
0: We already tested the waters. Well, we already
1: tested it. We're like, yeah. he's going to have like full conversations.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh. Do you
1: think he charges per line?
0: <laughs> is, is that why he's been
1: so quiet?
0: <laughs> uh, so darling, do you have any predictions in addition to the fact that this is how we get our zombies?
1: Get our zombies. Veronica is going to try to get with baby Anthony in like 20 years when he's big Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, very
0: big Anthony Large Anthony Gigantic Anthony He's immortal But he also never stops growing He's three oh stories god. tall Oh my god Some of that is the hair But still
1: I mean I think those are so good What else do I need?
0: Alright uh, Cheryl was not very careful In her incantations and whatnot uh, And all of the blossoms Have come back
1: <gasps> Oh fuck
0: Th- Those aunts and cousins She turned into sloppy joes They're back
1: Oh Oh shit.
0: Her terrible dad and his equally terrible twin brother.
1: Dang. They're definitely gonna be zombies though. What's gonna happen (laughs) is they're gonna like it's gonna all seem fine, but then they're slowly gonna like Mm. start degrading into zombies and it's gonna be like weird little things that like
0: Bits by bit by bit sloughing off.
1: Yeah, and them, like, having weird eating habits and shit and, like, forgetting words, and then they're just, like, full-on zombies.
0: They replaced Jason with the mannequin from season one again with yet another, like, retrofit. That's my favorite behind-the-scenes fact. It's only been one Jason mannequin the entire run of the show. The entire time. The entire time. (laughs) They keep having to, like, cut new holes in it and stuff. These things are expensive. (laughs) I think we're going to to reveal that Hal and perhaps Hal's mother, Betty's grandmother, uh were part of like this mystic cult dedicated to to uh like being harbingers of the apocalypse. Oh. And that Betty is their ultimate like product. Betty is their Quizatarak.
1: Oh Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This isn't
0: just about becoming a serial killer. This is about raising the harlot of Babylon.
1: Oh, dang. That's good. That's good. I like that.
0: If they do that, I really hope they bring her grandma into it and don't forget the home movies at the end of season two. Yeah. I want to respect the home movies at the end of season two. Yeah.
1: You got anything else?
0: I predict the League of Interdimensional Jugheads. Oh, so far in season six, we've seen three Jugheads. Riverdale, Rivervale, and Narrator Jughead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What if there's more?
1: What if there's more?
0: I mean, we had a Narrator Jughead who was talking while Riverdale Jughead was dead.
1: This is true.
0: Is that Vale Jughead? Or is that the other Vale Jughead? Or is that... How many, how many Jugheads can we cram in this? Oh,
1: man. All the Jugheads. going can mean, be like 50 Jugheads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Meaning of the Jugheads. Mm-hmm. I like it.
0: The Council of Jugs. Council of Jugs is another magazine on the rack at a, at the Pops in Heaven.
1: It's it's behind the curtain. That yeah, says yeah. Is, <laughs> with the black light that only like you have to get. You do
0: not want to turn on the black light.
1: <laughs> they use that to scare people away, and then like it it, it t- shuts off.
0: Well, let's talk about what we know is going to happen now in next week's episode, Chapter One Hundred Fifteen: Return to Riverdale. Return to Riverdale is, of course, the name of the uh, uh, 1990s TV movie Uh uh, about the adults of Riverdale High coming back for their high school reunion. And you might be thinking, wait a minute, didn't they name an episode after that already? Yes, they did. That was Chapter 11 because that TV special had two titles. There we go. (laughs) And now they've used both of them. Yeah. So in the trailer, Betty meets Polly. And
1: Jason. And Jason. Uh, Jughead meets other Jughead in the sex hole and uh, one Jughead's like, you can't be in this universe.
0: And the other Jughead is like, hi, Uh, there's a bunch of guillotines.
1: Yes, that is totally how Kevin and Reggie and his dad are going to die.
0: And Veronica seems nervous around guillotines. Her natural enemy.
1: (laughs) Um... Betty appears as, like, an evil queen that's, like, dripping blood from her mouth, saying, I'm evil.
0: (laughs) Yeah, as if the lizard tongue didn't get that across. And Archie bombs the railroad tracks.
1: Well, and before he does that, he's like, there's still time. To what? Build a bomb! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited.
0: I... I love when Riverdale is indistinguishable from people's ideas of what Riverdale is, because there's still time. For what? To build a bomb is one of those moments. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you all for joining us this fine day as we talk about this fine episode of television. No, this was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, And if you had fun, why don't you tell somebody about it? Uh, Word of mouth goes a long, long way. It goes better than words from any other part of the body.
1: Uh, you can also leave a rating and review wherever you listen to our podcast.
0: I guess that's words from hands. I wasn't thinking of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, those go a long way, too.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter at sex underscore Archie. Mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. can also like use your hands there to like tell other people about us.
0: It's also your number one way to find the Council of Jugs, and I don't want to know what you're doing with your hands. Goodness. Before we go, I just want to remind everybody that Bizarre Podcast Dogs Must Die is still going, and it is going strong. Our most recent episode uh, uh, is, I think, maybe our finest yet. We had two wonderful guests on uh, and went to some uh, wild and and lovely places talking about the... uh, Uh, Middle portions, probably the best portions of Part 5, Golden Wind Do you need to know anything going in to listen to it? No, it doesn't make any sense even if you do Okay We talk about how smelly the boys are and which one of them would be a ferret if they were a furry
1: You know, that's, that's often what I talk about is who would be the ferret? Would you be the ferret? I
0: would not be the ferret No I'd be a possum Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd be a possum because not really dog energy, not really cat energy, but kind of a little bit of both. Uh, generally I, unpleasant, but some people still really vibe with me.
1: But people think possums are scary, and no one thinks you're scary. I mean, people are wrong about thinking possums are scary, but like...
0: I, I'm also immune to rabies. Little known fact about me.
1: Are you sure?
0: Have you ever seen me with rabies?
1: Have you ever pet opossum.
0: Only while I'm reading Council of Jux. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, but, but yes, go go find that anywhere you find what this would show. I be? You want me to assign you a fursona? Yeah. Dolphin.
1: Yeah. I'd be a dolphin. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> what? Uh,
0: and that's all we have for you today. Any, in any case... I'm Lena. I'm Grant and from us here at Sex Archie,
1: we do a little dance.